interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome back. The Words on Fire podcast. Another week, another edition. Rona free. Educational <laughs> edition. This is going to be a very educational edition. Yeah. Um, I am the boy Cujo. My man's Jules. Yep. Today we got a very uh, special guest. He is, uh, I've always thought of myself as an ass man, but this guy, no, no. this guy takes the cake on it. <laughs> the guy that we're talking about here, you see him here on my left with a nice little pinky shirt. Goes by the name of uh, yeah, he has several names. He's a uh, he's a veteran. He is a uh, still enlisted. He's a doctor of uh, of all kinds of traits. He's a colo. Uh, now, now stop me if I'm wrong. You're a colorectal surgeon, right? So I'm gonna stop you first. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I already, yeah, yeah. I already got off wrong. Right, so I'm an officer. I'm not. I'm oh, not you're an officer. Right. Yeah, 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 you're not a regular. That's, so that's gonna piss off a lot of people. But yeah, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> and no. You have to be proud of that shit, right? And you're not a regular motherfucker, right? All right. So he goes by <laughs> officer, colorectal surgeon, doctor Avery Walker. Avery, what's going on, dude? How you doing, man? Hey, thanks for having me. This is really cool. I'm really impressed here. <laughs> yeah, we, we're barely started. Give us, give us a little bit of time. You'll change your mind right now. <laughs> right? That's the alcohol talking. I, I hear you. It's about to get fucked up real uh-huh. quick. Yeah, it's about to get dark real quick. Um, don't forget, guys, follow us on the Instagram at the Words on Fire podcast, thewordsonfire.com. Uh, on YouTube, we should be showing it here down there somewhere. It's going to be a like, uh, bell notification. Hit the like, sub, all that good stuff. Uh, we're on the Instagram right now. We got some people uh, joining in through. We're going to hopefully get some questions uh, for Mr. Walker. Now, Mr. Walker, Dr. Walker. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> my man. Um, so you're not officially, from, you're not originally from El Paso, right? No. Where are you out of? No. So that's a good question. So I <clears throat> I got a long story. So Ooh. I... Uh, Remember talking to the mic because I don't right, want people. I don't right, want people right. to. I forgot about that. Yeah, because because you got some good stuff. I don't want people to lose out on what what you got. So I grew up on the West Coast. My dad was in the Navy. We lived all over the West hey Coast. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Hawaii. I went to high school in Hawaii. Um, oh shit. L.A., San Diego, all the places on the West Coast, and then went to medical school or went to um, uh, college in okay. Wisconsin. I was like, Hawaii is great, but I want to go see some snow. Wow. Wow. That's a I, huge fucking I realized change. that was Not the kind best. of crazy <laughs> after a few months. But, fuck you know, that place. Yeah. That place is cold as fuck. <laughs> it's really it's cold, cold as yeah. fuck. And then I got into medical school, Chicago, um, mm. and then from medical school, joined the Army, and then went to um, tons of places in the world. So okay. So I, I, I don't really know where I'm from. I like to claim Chicago because it Word. sounds cool. Right, you right. Know? Hawaii is kind of... Sad. Sound. Oh. I mean, it's, it's nice, but it's like not kind of cool, right? How is it not? Like, how, <laughs> I don't know. Shit. People, Everybody wants to go there. Yeah, but like, if you live there, it just sounds like. 
Well, you got to be a billionaire to live there. It's not hard to like be from there. But I claim Chicago only because I lived there for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And so, and then from Chicago, we've moved all over the place. Yeah. So So, then you ended up here in this little desert. Chirac. I ended up in in uh, in El Paso from with the army. So the army sent me here, my last duty station, and that's where I've been. All right. And you're almost out, right? You're you're almost done. You've already done your time. Served your penance. I've got six weeks left. Damn, <laughs> dude! I, I've I've talked to people who are ready to get the fuck out, and they count down to the minute. We, we have a few countdowns. Yeah, uh, and, and I know you you almost got out earlier, right? It was not too long ago. No, I, I mean, but basically, it was just you know, it's time to it's time to go. I, I, yeah, I, I've done my time. It's. It, I, but you I, always I, have second thoughts as a, the time starts approaching the deadline. You're you like, do, and, and I'll just do it again. And, yeah. and you get these emails, and these people say, "Hey, yeah. why don't you hang out with the reserves? Why don't you? We'll give you an extra little yeah. bump of money." And, mm. like, and then they'll switch you to. Right. But like we'll put you in charge of this, and then they're like, "Hey, why don't you go hang out back in Iraq for a little bit?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait, wait. I thought this is. I thought I was out. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah. They pull no, you back in. I, I, I did my time. I appreciated my time. I, I respect my time. But my time is my time now. Right. You yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah. it's time to get out. It's. It, I've done my service. I think everybody should serve in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, and I think I've done that, and it's ready. For, I'm ready to move on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's Drink not really a. I don't think there's an amount of money that they can offer a fucking surgeon to be like, you know, what? We'll, how about we keep you in for uh, another two thousand dollars? Yeah, because I do. That's like half a surgery. Now like, I'm, no, 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 I'm good. fucking good, bro. Yeah, the, that's the, the least the of army, my worries. The army doesn't really compensate us, quote unquote, right? Well, for our, our surgical duties, mm-hmm. they make up in other ways with education and yeah. and housing allowances and you know all the things that you get in the military, mm-hmm. um, free health care, all that stuff. But and ultimately, for me. Um, I wanted to serve. I did my time, <clears throat> and it's time to move on and make some real surgeon money. Okay, so you weren't. So when you're, <laughs> oh, so yeah. while you're serving, you weren't uh, front line, right? You were more in the medical field already, as far as in the army, or were you uh, operation hold them down in the front line? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. So I personally went to Iraq and Afghanistan, um, and when I went to Afghanistan, we were. Excuse me. We were pretty close to the front line. I mean, we were hanging out with the special forces guys who were mm. at that point in time, which was only a couple of years ago. Those were the guys that were going out doing the uh, you know operations, and I was. But they need medicals. They need because <laughs> they're they're going yeah. out and they're yeah. fighting. They're yeah, right. you coming back and fix right. them up. And and that's happened a couple times. They go out on a mission and they come back and they come back emergently and they say, "Hey, this guy shot up." I can't imagine the shit that you've seen. I'm seeing the craziness. Yeah, you've seen some sad. We've situations. seen some sad things. We 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 took care of a few these Afghan, kids, man. Afghans. We've taken care of people, our own people who got shot by their own partners. You know, in oh, their groups. Yeah. yeah, and it's pretty devastating. But you know, you do what you're supposed to do, and you, yeah. you do what you take. You care see of these them. kids getting hurt. I mean, the average. What's the average uh, age for a soldier? I mean, I mean, to be honest. It's, 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 it's all over the place. Early, yeah, but we early twenties, you know, they're, and, they're kids. And they don't even they don't even want to to right. They're 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 threatened, and their families are threatened, and they have to go. And we took care of one kid who was putting down, you know, improvised explosive devices, mm-hmm. and they were putting them down, and, and he got blown up. And so the, the local hospital said, "Hey, we can't take care of this kid." Can we use take him? And of course, we were sitting around. We were like, we'll yeah. do whatever we can to do. Yeah. And we took care of him. He had lost his hand. He had. I had to open his belly. And you know, you, you do what you can, and and you take care of these people, even if they're doing bad things. But you know, they're going to try. They're doing, they're trying to do bad things to you. Right. Right. Yeah. To your people. Right. But you know, when you're when you're a doctor when, in the army, it's kind of that weird dichotomy. It's part of that oath that you guys take, right. brother. No matter uh, who the medical it is. oath, no matter mm-hmm. who it is. 
See, the, yeah, you, see, I'd have a problem with that Yeah, shit. I was about to say, you've never like, been like, well, what if I take my little bit longer? Like, I mean, if he goes, he goes. It's you know? interesting you say that. These are the conversations we have when you're sitting around watching Netflix or whatever, <laughs> yeah. waiting for this stuff. You're like, what if a bad guy comes in? You know? Right, yeah. But as a physician, as a surgeon, it doesn't matter. No. You take care of whatever shows up in the door. You want, yeah. you want to do that. That's your yeah, job. Yeah, that's probably why I'm matter. not a surgeon because I'm dumb. <laughs> also? <laughs> You're numb to that shit? No, I'm dumb. Oh, yeah. First word. of all, yeah. I'm dumb. Word. But uh, yeah, I, I'd be like, fuck that, dude. Yeah, no, it's, it's hard. It is. And, yeah. and you, you see because this guy was shooting at your buddy or yeah. the guy that's sitting on the table next to you, which is yeah. even weird, really weird, right? Yeah. You're taking care of an American soldier and you got this Afghan guy. The ones that were just fighting like, and shit. Right. It's like, holy cow. But if they end up on my table, I don't care what you did. I'm I'm not the judge at that point. I just right. am going to get them to their judge. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's just, and that's how you get through that. It doesn't matter. So when you're out Same there. Same thing happens when you're out in the real world. Like here, I mean, in, in, the, in the United States, right? You take care of gangbangers that just mm -hmm. shot up a neighborhood. Right. I mean, the Trump or you can look time. at it that they were guarding your neighborhood. <laughs> That's true. Right? Any which right? way you want to look at it. I'm just saying. Just I will say, say I have been in other countries like Honduras and other places where you know that they have been doing bad things and mm -hmm. their hospitals are so over overrun that you see that the surgeons are like, that guy's a gangster. This person is not. We will get to that gangster when we get to them. Right. Yeah. And sometimes they don't. And you're yeah. like, holy cow. It's just, I would never do that. But yeah. that's just Fucking the way cold blooded, bro. Right. Damn, dude. You know? So well, when you're out, when you're out there on the field, and and uh, I know like every time I've seen you know they'll show like Black Hawk Down or whatever whatever army movie or whatever war movie, how bad are the conditions that you're working on as far as? Do they got you in a like little tent in the middle of the desert, no. or do you actually have He's an, an actual officer. facility? He there, you have an actual that. facility, <laughs> I'm right? I'm special for that. <laughs> He's an officer. Dog. I will tell you though. That's that a Hawaiian have, you. Right, right. Uh, I'm too expensive for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, no, but uh, in all seriousness, there are surgeons um, that are just as qualified, if not more qualified than myself, that do that kind of stuff. They go out with those special forces guys. They run around with all the packs and all the guns and all the scary right. stuff, so that they're not shooting a lot but they will jump in there put a chest tube in put a tube in their throat God. something like that if just they like have that to, like, some macgyver shit right they Damn. and they will and those guys are super special crazy guys and yeah. and, and i've got and i've worked with them all the time um that's not me that's mm -hmm. not what i wanted to do but if right. that's something that you wanted to do as a surgeon you can do that you can go and and do those crazy kind of missions and, and right and that, those people are like a medic on the battlefield exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah but those are so there's medics and then there's actual surgeons medics mm. can't put in chest tubes they can't put a tube in the throat they can't really do some well, of that. Well, I saw that in the life. movie, though. They're just bullshitting. Just like, <laughs> they well, well, do look, everything. <laughs> like, for example, Black Hawk Down. You remember when he's on the table and he's trying to go after that stuff? That's not a surgeon. Mm -hmm. That's not a, sur a surgeon. Like myself, I would know where to cut. I would know how to get to that in that, in that, in that situation. That guy's a medic. That guy mm -hmm. learned how to do, you know, the basics. Right. He doesn't know where the, the vessels are. He just knows that there's something bad. And then he went to go grab it. And remember, he couldn't get it. And it shot back into the belly. And, and he's like, and the guy died on the table right yeah. there. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So... Sometimes they have a surgeon with that group. You're like, not on my watch, motherfucker. Right, and they can go <laughs> after that, and they have the tools in their pack to do that. That kid had like, like a, a pair of scissors and some duct tape, <laughs> some, right? Eraser. You're trying to make a bong. You're trying to make a bong at that time. Yeah, right. It was wild. So, um, but there are some. So, but when when I got deployed, it was I had a a facility, quote unquote, which was probably like an old warehouse that mm -hmm. they put us in. They were able to ship in an OR bed. We had um, an X-ray machine. We had 
you know, all the medical necessary stuff that we needed. So okay. I had the things that I could do surgery with. Right. I had a team. I had a tech. I had a nurse. I had a CRNA, which is an anesthesiologist. I had all these things that I could do real surgery on. So in that sense, it was good. But it was operating in no bigger than a room like this. Yeah. You wow. Know? And so that was, that was unique. My first deployment to Iraq, it was a bigger facility. It was actually a big hospital. Okay. Just a bunch of tents. And so I had everything. I had a, an anesthesiologist. I had a critical care doctor. I had tons of nurses, like tons of techs. I had all these people. So it was like a real, I had two big operating rooms. That's a different facility. They have all these different types of things for what's going on. Mm-hmm. So in Iraq, it was like a major uh, center. In Afghanistan, I was in this little spot. Damn. And you were oh, taking fuck. care of these specialized soldiers. Right. Whereas, you know, uh, so it, it all depends on where they put you and what they need. Mm-hmm. So Iraq was better living condition. <laughs> uh, they were the same, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we lived in a little little box of, of plywood. Um, Damn. I had a bed. I had sheets. And it was fine. But um, in Iraq, I had a roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one I was telling you about earlier who's actually went to uh, Poland right now. He's okay. hanging out there. Um, but you know, I, so it was, it was fine, but it was, it was a little bit more, there was like a, a, a chow hall where you could actually get real food, mm-hmm. um, actually at both places. So, I mean, it wasn't terrible right? and I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't on the front lines with these guys. I wasn't doing missions with them. You know, I'm not trained in that sense. Yeah. That. So you weren't really in any danger at that per se. I think you are. As far as time, you have to be ready because early on in the wars back then they were throwing bombs over the, over the walls. And okay. We were right next to the wall. Like when we like you could see the barbed wire and there was a wall. Yeah. So they could easily lob anything over the walls. And, and I have, you know, colleagues that were in attacks and got bombed and things oh, happened shit. to them. Yeah. Um, but I was never, that never happened to us. We would right. have your sirens. We'd have to be able to know where they, where to go if something was to come. Yeah. Um, but nothing never, we were never really kind of in any okay. danger. Did you ever like lose some sleep on like what, what you saw when you were out there? Like, do you have flashbacks or, the PTSD and yeah, that, well, that, kind of that's stuff that I, you hear about. Yeah, yeah. So, honestly, I personally did not um, because what I do, I do on the on a regular. Like in trauma, you see surgery, shit. I see yeah. all the time. Like yeah. if I see somebody shot, it's like okay, just do the things you do, fix it. Yeah. Right? It's not like my buddy who got shot that I've been working with for three years, and all of a sudden, oh my god, he just got and we're just you know, getting attacked, kind of thing. That's different than somebody who does this on the regular, right? Right. Yeah. Like, so, see, I would have been all kinds of fucked up. Yeah. No, <laughs> and that's that's completely normal. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm trained to do that kind of you know gory stuff where you're operating mm-hmm. and then you do the next one the next day like, i see someone in labor i'll start freaking out. <laughs> right? I, I actually will too yeah. uh, that, that, is, that is beyond my stuff <laughs> no but no i don't really have that that um that i'm pretty good at that kind of stuff yeah, yeah i'd be all kinds of fun yeah so so you're you say you have the your buddies in poland the ones in poland right now what do they do are they just standing by to see what the fuck's gonna go down or yeah they... to be honest i don't have much information about what they're doing um i just know that they got called to go sit there and wait Okay. And Hurry they, up and wait. Right. And so yeah. they don't really have any kind of goal, I don't think. I mm-hmm. think they're just there to just in case. support, you know, any refugees that come across, you know. Um, and, and that's a lot of things you do, too, when you go to these deployments. You sit and you take care of refugees. Some people get sick. Some people get hurt. Right. They don't just get injured in war. Yeah, they just, get sick just like you or I would get, like a, like maybe they get an appendicitis or maybe they get some, maybe they break a leg and you mm-hmm. need an orthopedic surgeon. So, you know, you they still have regular medical needs right. that they need to have taken care of. And so, you know, that they're they're supporting that side of the, the you know, the, the NATO group that's that they're there. Right. For, right. So, so how did you get into the medical field? Is it passed down from like from your parents or were they? 
part of the of the medical field as well, and yeah. you're almost inherited into it. Yeah, or? That's, that's that's exactly probably exactly how it is. And that's, mm-hmm. It's actually continuing then that way. My my oldest daughter wants to do medicine, so right, um, it's kind of how that works out. My dad was a physician assistant um, okay. prior to that. He was a corpsman, which is a medic in the navy, picker, basically, picker. right? Yep. And he uh, he that's then went and did um, phys- physician assistant school, which is a little bit more schooling. Um, and so medicine was always in my life. My, okay. my mother was a, uh, uh, a psych tech. She worked in the psych ward. Oh, so we cool. always had, you know, medicine in our in our lives. And then, you know, when I when I went to medical, when I went to uh, undergraduate um, school, I, I didn't want to do medicine. Mm-hmm. My goal was to play baseball. Oh shit! Okay, that, yeah, that's a big that's that, a big difference. That, that didn't work out. <laughs> 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 what, 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 what so position were you playing? I was playing third base, and I was playing uh, shortstop. Okay, oh, wow. so that's what I grew up with doing. Real athletic, then, right? That's I, where they put the athletic. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I was gonna do. That was the goal. And I got to college, and I, first of all, I got went to a D three school, so I was like, hmm, this is a bad start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this ain't gonna work very well. Right. And halfway through, I still didn't get any phone calls from a scout, so I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, do with my life. <laughs> Dang it! Um, and then so I, you know, was good at science. I liked the science stuff and focused on that. And mm. and then you know got into medical school. Right. Um, after a couple of years, I went down to Chicago after undergraduate, um, only because I didn't I didn't get into medical school after after undergraduate. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, my goal was to play baseball. So right. when I went to school, I was just like, let's do ball. Yeah. And then it didn't work out, and so I went down to Chicago because I had buddies down there. And uh, took some extra classes, got a little better grades, and went to medical school finally after three or four tries and, and finally got in. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough field to get into. If yeah, you're it's not, hard. Yeah, right? if it's like a second, <laughs> that's a second option. Yeah. yeah that's extremely fucking right? hard to get into. And so I was down in Chicago. I was, you know, having a great time, you know, living in clubs and, and, mm. and working on the side and trying to do all the things and then, and then finally got in. So, um, but yeah, it was always in my life. And, and, it's, and at that point, you know, when I finally got into medical school, it was like, this is where I belong. This is, this is right. That this was is your good. calling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I know you say your oldest wants to get into that. How do you feel? Are you pushing it for it or are you trying to tell her, you know what, don't do this? It's that's, not your shit. That's a really good question because that's a huge debate amongst physicians in general. Like, do we push our kids to do it? Because mm-hmm. it's so hard. Like, it's, there's, everybody says, oh, you're a doctor. That's so great. Oh, my God. So no, but that right? shit's, that's it's a lot of work. It's hard and there's it's a long, like, 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 you know, I'm finally getting to be making some money, right, in my life. Yeah. Whereas my buddies graduated college a couple of years down the road, business folks, they're right. making tons of money, and I'm still studying. Right, right. right. And so it's hard. And so you tell your kids, you're like, listen, if that's something you really, truly love, go for it. I'm, but I don't push them. And you don't, don't stop do. studying that because uh, no. it, it changes all the time, absolutely. right? I mean, the science. You're right. No, absolutely. Every I'm going to a conference next week to, to learn new stuff. And, and that's what you do. You, it's, it's constant learning. But I, I love that, right? You don't want to mm-hmm. get stuck in a rut to be like the old. The old, you don't want to be the old surgeon. You're never at a school then. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. But it's, nah. it's enjoyable, right? Yeah. So that's why you keep doing it. But in terms of your kids, I, I just feel like they see it. They see what I do. They see how I impact people's lives. They like that. They, they want to do that. And so I, right. I, I encourage that. Yeah. I don't, I don't tell them no. I just say I'll support you if you, if you choose to <laughs> Whichever do Whichever way you right, want to yeah. go. Right. Because I don't want to tell them no because I don't feel like that's, that's really yeah. a good thing to do. Yeah, because I know a lot of people, like you said, they see the impact that you do when you, when you save a life. I can't imagine the fucking feeling you have when you when you fucking bring somebody back from the light. 
and then they see you know of course you know doctors are always making all this money right but they don't nobody ever sees what goes into it the sacrifice the fucking lack of sleep you don't sleep for like fucking four days yeah and then when you do get to sleep you're on fucking call yeah and you're always going with it or when you're sleeping you're sleeping only because your body's making you sleep because you're too nervous to sleep if you miss something right <laughs> it's a mess man you Fuck. talk to my wife she says it's, it's miserable my phone buzzes in the middle of the night and it's like it's not you know stock market change it yeah. it's, it's someone's calling me because someone's dying or something's not right right and you know i, I train surgeons too and so if they call me in the night they're worried about something right it's 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 not it's not they call you in the middle of fucking surgery hey so which vein i have him right in front <laughs> yeah. of me yeah <laughs> the I'll, one to the left they do <laughs> i get that all you, you really laugh. that happens people call me and they're like hey so i'm scrubbed i see i'm looking at this thing i'm nervous yeah. what what should i do that's if a penis I, that, that, that's a rectum you need to stay away from that that happens and uh i will i'll run in there and if i'm close i'll run in there and help them Dude. and sometimes you have to call i've done facetime consultations you know, i've done them myself i've called my buddy myself in the mm-hmm. or i'm like hey i'm looking at this what do you think and and we help each other on that yeah stuff. but yeah it's it's constant man it's, Dude, it's constant but fuck i wonder if that's also, ever happened to me it, and you'll never know <laughs> yeah, you'll never weird. know that's a fucking <laughs> yeah. worst part yeah i mean I, i've got videos of, of things that i've done that are on on youtube where i've where i've done that and i'm nervous about because people have gotten into these situations just to experience you know show what the that experience is so right yeah you, you won't know there won't be any information about you but there could be times where we're freaking out and we're calling a buddy that's in New York. I've done that. I've called my buddy in New York and said, Hey man, look at this picture right now. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. The last I'm thing in you the middle wanna... getting some ass, bro. You <laughs> know yeah, the last thing you want to do is wake up mid fucking surgery. You hear the surgeon, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh fuck, oh, oh, fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Duct tape. Yeah. Right? Duct tape. Duct tape. He's like, oh fuck, not again. That's Can I get a hammer? Day. <laughs> not that's again. A bad day. <laughs> not oh, again. That's a bad day. He's like, that's the third one this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hate when I do this. <laughs> It never works out that Fuck way. Fuck no, dude. So let me ask you, because I, I know I, I I never get no sleep, right? I'm always fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I know every time, you know, because so, so, you know, our daughters are like damn near sisters and damn right. near best friends, right? Yeah, yeah. So I know every time we go by, I'm, I'm, since I know I'm, I'm always tired. I don't, I don't work out or whatnot, right? I swing by this dude with a shirtless fucking <laughs> oh, typo. Oh, He's doing all kinds of shit. I was like, this motherfucker. Hey, dude. Making you look like shit, bro. Yeah, dude. This dude just finished like an 18 hour surgery and he's over there working out and shit. I you want like, some dude. tacos? <laughs> want to bring you some tacos? <laughs> like, what, what's, what's a good way? Like, a, is it, as far as for like to get the energy, is it all Red Bulls or is there like a natural way to do it? I mean, there's a lot of Red Bulls. There's a lot of Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, cocaine's a right. hell of a drug, bro. It, it is. It is. No, uh, I mean, I just, I, I, I've always valued, um, you know, athletes and, and athletics and, and working out. And you know, like I said, I went right. to college initially to, to play sports. That right. was what I wanted to do. So it's always been kind of part of me. You know, when you're in the military, when you're deployed and you're doing nothing, yeah, half of that nothing is working out. Because right. you ain't got nothing to do. You eat, yeah. you work out, you sleep, oh, and then you operate a few times. Yeah. But, you know, so, you know, it's just been part of my life. And it's just like, what do you do? You shouldn't be sitting around doing mm-hmm. nothing. And, and, yeah, you're tired. But, you know, it's just, it's just one of those priorities. Like, I'm yeah. bored, man. Let me cut this motherfucker open. Come right. here. <laughs> no, no, that pisses me off. Because, like, so when I go, my old lady's driving because I'm tired. Yeah. This yeah. motherfucker just gets off a of fucking surgery. He was there fucking benching. I'm like, this motherfucker. There's nothing impressive. It's just, it's just trying to get, you know, a little the something The only thing in. I cut open was a frog in, high, in fucking high school. And I was good that. That was it. That was it. That didn't convince you? That convinced me. I was like, this is cool. I got to do this. That shit stunk like a motherfucker, Yeah, I could get past that smell. Some juice fell in my eye and shit. And I was like, dude, am I going to die? Oh, man. 
man, you should see what I do every day. The smell that I deal yeah. with. Oh, man. No, no. You, you can see them on the YouTube. On, on YouTube, what, what's the handle on there? Just, just your name, uh, just Avery my name, Walker. Avery Walker Twenty One, actually. Avery yeah, Walker yeah. Twenty One. Yeah. yeah. I, so I know. I, I so I don't know if you saw on the Instagram today. I, I put, um, I think a picture that you have on your Twitter handler. Mm. The one where you have the American flag in the back. Yeah. And then I saw on there that you have a, uh, a YouTube link. So I, I clicked on it really quick. And I was like, oh, damn, I never knew that. Yeah. And as soon as I as soon as I click on it, you see nothing but guts. Oh, yeah. Guts and butts. And I was That's like, right. oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, straight. Yeah. Straight, dude. Gangster. Just if guts you notice, too, on my Twitter handle, my, my eyes are lasers. Yeah. Right? And that's, yeah. that's my other hobby, which is which is crypto. Cryptocurrencies. Yes. I'm really into crypto myself. Shit. And that's part of I one, of the, one of the groups I'm part of or one of the armies I'm part of is Safe Moon. So it's one of these things I follow. And, and one mm-hmm. of the things they do is they put laser eyes on your, on your stuff. So I, really? I do that. So that's, that's, that's some that's anonymous shit. shit? Like, what's that? I don't yeah. know. It's just, it's just what people <laughs> do. Group. That's, yeah. a, that's a hacking group. <laughs> yeah. Yo, shit, my bad. And do you do the NFTs as well? I do. My, my daughter started making a few and we started selling a few and she's, she's sold a few Dude. on there. Uh, Dude, this little, see, I don't know what, how do you make what is it? What it's is, not hard at all. Is it an uh, drawing? You got this awesome art on here. You could turn these into NFTs. Yeah, yeah, no, now, this is all bootlegged. Yeah, well, it's I'm just saying, like, like you could, <laughs> you could buy these and, and turn them into NFTs or or buy things that are just very similar. And basically, mm-hmm. it's digital art that people put a value onto. Right. Remember, we used to grow up. We, you know, you ever get uh, baseball cards? Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Certain baseball cards, that Ken Griffey rookie card. Everybody oh, wanted yeah. that yeah, one yeah. or had it, and it was worth a couple fifty hundred bucks or whatever. The upper deck one, right? The one where he's sitting there, right? Yep. Yeah. Right. So it's the same thing, just digitally, yeah. and it's unique, and they make it unique, right? You knew that that Ken Griffey rookie card was unique because it was Ken Griffey, and it was it was like one of five hundred. And right. if you had it, you knew you were going to make money. Well, these ones are so. So if somebody thinks that they're they're worthwhile, then you'll pay money for it. And the big ones are going are, are like the eight bit pictures, right? Like the old school right. Nintendo look, looking like, shit, yeah. right? Millions and millions of dollars. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude. What? Yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. The, like so Justin Bieber bought one for like thirty million dollars the other day. Oh, fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck Someone man. just fucking drew some shit. Yeah. And, and yeah. So so remember so remember like on. Uh, Mike Tyson's punch out, right? Yeah. Like the eight bit. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. when they show him yeah. running, you know, it looks yeah, like yeah. ghetto. Yeah. It's a picture of that, basically, and people would go ape shit for it. Right. And they have like digital, they have like digital galleries, right? Where they right. show off their work or whatever the fuck. But I mean, honestly, if you think about the basics of it, how much did you pay for that thing? Uh, it was probably about 90. Okay. Why? Because the Cause guy had it printed for me. Right. And you wanted it. You thought it was good. You thought it would look yeah, good. Yeah, I thought it looked dope. So right. you spent that much money. Self explanatory. So it's biggie. Some, right. Because <laughs> it's biggie. And it's cool. And so that's exactly what they do with these things. Someone that has on a phone says, look what I got. This is cool. And where yeah. do you put You put it like on a fucking little website? The metaverse. Yeah. yeah, you got a little wallet, a little it's digital wallet on your bro. phone. Yeah. So I, you slang in trading cards. Yeah, is what, basically, that's yeah. Really I've done that is. before. Yeah. That is. Yeah, <laughs> you get the you but get the Beckett, no, like the yeah. fucking mm-hmm. see how much it is. But there's no bubble right. gum. There's no bubble gum with this one. <laughs> there's no gum. But Mine it's, is. It's, you, you know what? I'm going to do that shit. I'm gonna it's really the same Digital thing. gum all in your mouth. Get the, well, that's what it's going to call. Get the picture. It's funny the, you say that because a lot of these entities come with little perks, right? So they'll yeah. come with access to... You know some of these artists, their their venues or whatever, or they'll come with you know exclusive interviews with a, a, a we'll an do artist. a digital fucking uh, strip club, and then if you buy that fucking <laughs> they have our little that. NF- oh okay they, have NFTs. they beat you to it they have an NFTs by by a company by come it's called Come Rocket. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, awesome. Perfect fucking name. Yeah, perfect yeah. fucking name. Right, and and yeah. they have NFT. So they're, they're, so yeah, I'm in. A, I'm into those. I'm into uh, uh, crypto um, mm-hmm. stocks. So I'm a big options trader as well. So I right. that on the side, and then I work out every now and then. <laughs> I'm, Dude, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> so it's 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 wild, right? Because like um, 
so so like i said so 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 our wives are you know they're also basically yeah. sisters <clears throat> so like my old lady will get home she's like hey have you heard of this thing called the tempo i was like what that's a workout <laughs> machine this isn't that and i was like i have no idea what the fuck that is first of all you i'm lost at workout yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right i don't know what that <laughs> is i'm, I'm exhausted yeah, already uh, yeah i'm done I was like, well avery said and i was like once i hear that i was like let's buy it just buy it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like just get it, it is like, that the shit that you're hanging up the clothes on? yeah 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 the shit, okay all right yeah, that, holds, yeah, yeah. that holds all my shirts right yeah, but I thought he was gonna be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, like a couple years ago, he was talking shit. He goes, "I got this new fucking machine, though." Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, that thing is cool, though, right? Yeah. Well, when I, I he it. wouldn't know, right? <laughs> he doesn't know. You see, what happened at first? Yeah, well, really was, yeah. happened. My foot, bro. My, my I, I was helping my dad move a machine, and it took out my big toe. Oh, dang! It I, took out my whole nail. Like it's barely growing back. It's like I half pulled eight. my canooter oh. valve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The the yeah, no, it's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And then even my membership earlier. Really Inspired. I got to get back uh, into it. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I, mean, um, I, I, I got that thing because of the the um, the pandemic, right? It right. shut down all the gyms, and you can't go to the gym anymore. And yeah. So this basically replaced the gym. Yeah. It's I nice just thing. pay rent, dude. I've been having a, <laughs> I've had a gym membership forever. I, I don't. Yeah, Has it done shit yet? I haven't even shit stepped shit in there. Right. But I feel like I need to get a membership, so I go just, like there's a gym by my house. Yeah. Reason to go. So I go over there. And that's the only time I go yeah. in there. No, it looks mm-hmm. good on the keychain. Yeah, I do. Right? I have one that. Yeah, like, yeah. It looks People nice. Are like, oh, you're a gold member. That's yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, but so you're a platinum member. You could go to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, but but it's ridiculous because my old ladies are like, oh yeah, so Avery did about four months of fucking uh, studies, and this is the best <laughs> machine you could find. I was like, what the? Oh, fuck? so you like get all into? Yeah, dude, oh, this, yeah, dude, yeah. See, no. I mean, I think it's I think it's a mentality of it's my surgeon mentality, and you just got to make sure you're you getting the best, right? So yeah, yeah. when I operate on somebody, I try to make sure that I'm doing the right thing, and then you make sure you do all the research and everything, and it just translates into you know that kind of stuff, right? So, you know, you talk to my wife, she'll say, why did you have to read about every filter for the pool before buying the one? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you had to get look your at the pool, look at it. it, it looks great, yeah. right? You know, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, why did you scope that guy seven times before you operate? Because I need to make sure. Why did you buy yeah. the Zodiac one? Right. Because I got good reviews. <laughs> Fuck the Barracuda. <laughs> that is. But that's what you want when you have someone in your belly, right? You want right. someone to make sure that you know Do you ever thing. forget to put some shit in? Like, put it back in? <laughs> you got spare parts? I'm not, not that, gonna, I'm not going to admit that out loud. No, but but it, it's, it's happened though, right? I'm right. sure it's happened. Blink, uh, blink there, twice. More often than yes. more there, often than there are situations in which things have been left. Yeah, or things have not been done. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. not word. by me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a what? Word. What is this? Right. That's an extra tire, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna need that shit. Yeah, that's a worse one. You want to have spare parts? So you're like, yeah, that's not good. That happens to me like during Christmas. I always right. have spare parts. When I, I put just, shit together. I, I can just hear Avery. Hey, I, where's my watch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where's oh, my watch? You're not supposed to scrub with your watch, so it's okay. <laughs> Something's <laughs> vibrating inside <laughs> of me. Really? That's a third die. That's a third phone I've lost this week. That's a bad day if that happens. Oh, find my watch. It's blinking in his belly and shit. That's not good. Oh, shit. And then this month, March, right? March is the month of it's colorectal, colorectal cancer. Colorectal cancer, Colorectal right? cancer month, absolutely. Fuck. Damn, you see? That's we, right. We see. That's our timing, dude. Our so timing tell, me how, tell me how old are you guys. Impeccable. I, I've done it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got it done to me. Yeah, you like lost, they, you've they, had they, a few watches in there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they found some little, like, oh. uh, little... What is it? Pull-ups or polyps? Yeah. Polyps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. polyps. When did and, uh, you have that done? You had it done recently? Like about three years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. and I, I know you did one of my uh, other boys. That's uh, right. Yeah, you yeah. went all. I basically, his ass. I basically scoped everybody on my block. 
Dude, <laughs> they come on. My wife actually looks out for me. She, she yeah. gets me business. No, no, no. I, 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 hey, I your neighbor's got a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Are you getting me business? Or <laughs> yeah. Something else going on. Now, I've already <laughs> been approached. I've been approached. Like, when we first met, so, oh, how are you doing? Hi. I'm, I'm so-and-so. I'm Mrs. Walker. Oh, when's yeah. the last time you had a... Uh, well, you had somebody look at your yeah. ass. I was like, what? <laughs> you don't look what healthy. Fuck? I was like, yeah, would you like a water instead? <laughs> like, right. what the fuck is going on here? No, yeah. they put me completely under and shit. Yeah. And uh, it felt weird, bro. I mean, after, when I woke up, I just right. felt like, it, just, you, it, it, was, it was fucking weird. You see, so so what age, so say for example, if it runs in my family, at what age do you recommend for them to start yeah, doing? Yeah, so. Just to start off, so yeah, it is colorectal cancer month. Right. That's March. We, uh, as a colorectal surgeon, that's like my biggest thing is taking care of cancer patients. That's like right. one of the things I get a lot of fulfillment out of is is taking care of cancer, curing cancer with surgery, mm-hmm. and, and taking care of folks in that sense. So we we do a lot of things for prevention. Uh-huh. And the biggest thing that we can do for prevention and screening is a colonoscopy. Right. And as you mentioned, um, uh, we do that. You go to sleep. You, we go up your bottom there mm-hmm. and, and we, we look for polyps and polyps right. are things that can turn into cancer if you get them early. Um, the screening age at this point is 45. Okay. It used to be 50. We've dropped that down literally a few months ago to 45 because mm-hmm. we are seeing it in younger folks. And sure enough, um, you know, that, that, that that's how you prevent cancer is doing the, right. going to do the colonoscopies. Um, if it runs in your family, you got to do it sooner. Typically yeah. we, if you have a colon cancer family member, um, we recommend 10 years before oh, they, shit. they were diagnosed. Yeah. So, okay. you know, if they were, they were 50, then you need to get yourself 40. 40. Um, I often recommend, and it's, and it is in some of the guidelines that, uh, uh, brown skin folks or people with people of color will, should get it a little bit sooner. And that's mm-hmm. usually an access issue. Access to care is difficult for minorities. So right. if you can get it at the age of 40, you should do it. I yeah. get mine at age 40. Um, and it was no big deal. I went to yeah. sleep and don't even remember it. Um, so I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a simple procedure. The hardest part is clearing out the colon because it's nose full of shit. So you got to right. be able to you yeah, know you drink that out. clear liquid and fucking on, on right. any on any given day. How much how much weight wise? How much is a person generally full of shit? Not that much, really. People think it's a lot. They're like, yeah, oh, I've always heard. The They're like, what the hell did I just put on? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really not that much. It's probably about. Two, three, four pounds. Really? Yeah. Because I've been telling my old lady says I've been. I'm like least got at least thirty pounds. In there. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just full of shit. No, that's you why gotta I'm take a shit every now and then, bro. <laughs> that's kind of that's, that's kind of a myth. It yeah. looks more than it is. Um, we really only get th- rid of things in our body that we really don't need, mm-hmm. and that's why we have bowel movements, and 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 that is. You know, bacteria, a lot of that. A lot hot of that Cheetos. Is, it get, like even that. the hot Cheetos get absorbed. We eat all that, and that stays in our body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What goes away is fiber and uh, bacteria, and and so and there's really not much in stool. We think that it's full of, but our bodies are very good at actually absorbing every single thing that our we body eat. doesn't like corn. That should be fucking. <laughs> that's part, you're right. That shit comes out whole. Yeah. Why do we eat that shit well, then? If you There's, notice, when you eat corn and you see it in the stool, it's not a whole corn cob, right? It's yeah, just it's a, a few of them. Damn so, near. Right. Damn near. Yeah. Right. Should so, look like a fucking melted Snicker bar. <laughs> it's right? all fucked up. So I mean, it's 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 uh, it's really not that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, because I, I know when um when my old lady or what I should say when your wife was telling us, you know, hey, you know, go send Kujo, let him go get. It. I was like, dude, I, I'm I'm. I want to do. Actually, I, I need to do it. Yeah, I don't know. If I can do it with you because I don't know if I could Come look on, you. I can't look you in the eye like after that. Hey, like, just I shave, motherfucker. <laughs> Respectful, man. I, I just can't. fucking. How about I take you out to dinner afterwards? Yeah, uh, it'll be all right. I'll no, rub your back. Be even fucking weirder. I'll rub, I'll rub his back while you're doing. <laughs> that it, should be he... even fucking weirder. 
<laughs> Dude, I don't know how fucking weird it's that would funny be. Because, like I said, I've I've probably scoped a significant number of folks on the block. Yeah, know, whatever. I mean, we joke about it. We and I'm very no. easy at making it a joke. But everybody wants you. Everybody yeah. wants oh. you, bro. No, <laughs> they like no. check out that motherfucker. No, last thing I want to do is have a black dude go in my ass. <laughs> That's like the last. And then it, you'll never be the same. My finger not that long, so you know it's okay. It's okay. No, you'll never be the same. No, yeah. dude. I just I don't know. Like I. Once you get that intimate with someone, like even if you get intimate with the old lady, dude, certain things you can't look at them for like three weeks. You know what I mean? I, 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 I couldn't. I understand, but it, you would feel better afterwards. I promise. I don't know. <laughs> do, I don't it, know. Bro, do it. Tell them to do it. Just, Tell them to do it. Just yeah. sit. I'll take you out to dinner. Yeah, I'll right. rub your I'll fucking violate. I'll rub your back. I'll be you the saddest I mean? shit the whole time. We're gonna be there, <laughs> and then you you could uh you, you know well, hold my had, hand. But we had said we actually we had talked about it. Um, when my when my boy uh, Raul went with you, mm-hmm. we were gonna we wanted to film it. Remember? Yeah, we're, we were gonna do we're that. gonna film it, and then yeah. he fucking chickened out on it. Oh, yeah, we gotta figure out like, how to do that because uh, it, we we can do that. It'll be it'll be a good you know promotion. Jesus Christ! Yeah. All right, you talked me into it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, now we, I did my shit already, dude. Right. If we get flagged for just talking about the vaccine, and right. just mentioning it, imagine. Somebody, one of our assholes, right over there. <laughs> That's the we last keep it covered. We, we keep you relaxed. It's fine. You don't even feel it's, it's easy. Right? Yeah. Really? They're, they're com- so they're completely out, right? Or is it just from the waist down? Uh, no, you're completely out. Completely yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah out. dude. They put me the fuck out. You don't. Remember. And they turn me off. They turn me on to the side. And uh, all I know is I woke up and I was just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just weird. They say it's the best sleep. I mean, when I did it, I had you know. Uh, propofol, and they say it's the best sleep of your life, and that's why really? that's why Michael Jackson did it, right? Well, yeah. Michael you, did a lot of shit under the knife, <laughs> he, he, right? He, he he used the propofol to sleep, so you know, yeah. Well, that's Dude. what killed him, right? That's what killed him. That's what killed him. Yeah. He OD'd on that, yeah, mm-hmm. allegedly. Fuck. Yeah, the man got him, bro. That's right. <laughs> but no, they he's they, a conspiracy out, theorist guy, so they don't put know you out completely. It's mm-hmm. no big deal. It's uh, I'm I'm really this is another reason why I went into colorectal. People say, why are you going to colorectal? Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, it's butt stuff, poop. You know, no one likes to talk about their butthole mm-hmm. um and i'd like to talk about buttholes all day long it's fine. <laughs> but they're not like, mine. Hey, and that's yeah. why people don't like talking about it. they're nervous they're scared they're like why do you want to talk about my butt mm-hmm. but then they have problems with their butt and they don't want to talk about it because it hurts or they're having problems they're having bleeding they're nervous they're embarrassed and then they come and talk to me and I'm, i make it really you know easy going you know right. real low-key and it's like whatever and then i fix them and they're like god why did i wait this long oh, nothing but a hemorrhoid what the right. fuck? <laughs> you know or something yeah. worse and i yeah. saved their life yeah yeah, that, yeah. that is the coolest part to be honest right? yeah that, so, that would be wild you know so uh did we, you know you had this inside <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right we scoped a lady the other day she was 45 years old got this brand new you know scoping guidelines because she's 45 found mm-hmm. a cancer oh, had wow. we had wait till 50 because of the regular guidelines she would be you know basically done not oh, too far gone wow so i mean that's the kind of stuff that wakes me that that makes me wake up in the morning and say i'm gonna do this today this is i'm yeah. gonna save a life I'm gonna change a life for like. Now, do you have to do it more than once in your lifetime, or depends on what they find. Depends on what they find. But what if If, they went in there already? You did, and they said you're cool. You're cool. If they didn't find anything, then you should get another one at ten years. So it's a ten-year, yeah, yeah. yeah especially if, if it runs in your family, right? Yeah, if it yeah. runs in your family, you got to do it, you know, relatively more often. But for the most part, every ten years, if it's you know nothing, they don't find anything. If they find something, then we got to mm-hmm. adjust the, the timing. But you yeah. know, 
it's really not not too bad. Okay, so but so, they'll hit you up right when you need to do it again. <laughs> they gotta give you a cold call. <laughs> yeah, they, you're they, due they, they for typically do. Your, your primary doctor should usually kind of let you know about that. You should take control of your own stuff too, and be like, yeah. hey, you know, somebody told me I should get this done, and, and start asking questions. I'm not gonna bust myself out. And be like, yeah, I think I need another one. <laughs> That's okay <laughs> to do that. That's okay, and we can talk about it. I need all <laughs> kinds of people up in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I need so, a second opinion and a third <laughs> a opinion. Third. While we're at it, break in. Matter of fact, don't even put me to sleep. Right. <laughs> I've done it before. Really? Oh, yeah. No. Some people say, I want to watch the whole thing. Oh, and hell I will no. take it. And then I say, okay, if it's going to hurt, I will give you some medication, but you got to be ready. We, and, and they want it. They want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. But like, arch your back. How big is the TV? How big is the screen that they're watching? It's this about show? as big as this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. shit. All right. Yeah. Damn, yeah. this is 4K. It's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, and that's what makes it so good. We do it actually literally in HD. Really? No doubt. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's high we actually changed the color. How deep is this we shit? Changed the, we changed the view so we can find these things because we want to find cancer, right? We wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to help, you know, prevent this. Right. You got to. Dude, yeah. don't don't go to sleep. Just watch your shit. <laughs> we can you. do that. Yeah. I, I, I see. Yeah. We'll volunteer. He needs to take one. So <laughs> there. I mean, you don't need that. Go to sleep. You can. People can do it if they. And it's just a little uncomfortable. Um, but he's used to that. You know? He's a, he's <laughs> a little. Yeah. A little. <laughs> Shit. Just no a, more than three fingers. Dude, just yeah, a thought right. of it. Sometimes, dude, sometimes when I hold in a fart, it hurts. Right. I was like, <laughs> that's the last thing I fucking need. Oh, yeah, they should like. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure check. So, <laughs> so when you've seen, you know, you, you've had, what, hundreds of cases, probably, right, that you've already seen? Yeah. Seeing everything that you've seen, does that change your your outlook on the diet that 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 you have oh, no for doubt. yourself? No doubt. What's what's what do you recommend for people? Because I know around here. Let me ask you this: What did you have for lunch today? I haven't had lunch. See, what did you have for lunch today? I had some seafood. Okay. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. Oh shit! I had a, like See? I had a, I had a monster. It's already bad. It's yeah. already bad. Yeah. I had like fucking. Uh, it was, but it's all right. It's all deep fried and lard. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I do eat a lot of I, popcorn. I personally had it's a lot of fiber for lunch today. I personally had a bowl of Brussels sprouts. Oh, that's see this sweet. shit. See this yeah, shit, man. I like cold this? pizza. See? <laughs> see this that's shit. the problem. That's the biggest problem here. See, the thing is, is people have so many pro- bottom their problems with the butt because of the diet. Mm-hmm. It really is. But then also within the minorities, uh, you know, both even, wor- even worse. It's even worse because mm-hmm. of the foods that we've grown up with. Yeah, we love tortillas. everything is fucking fried here, yep. especially here in, in, in the southern border. Exactly, everything's fucking fried, double fried if possible. Yep. Yeah, look at fucking... Twinkies. They'd be frying Twinkies. Right. Right. Fuck it. Dude, they're that. good though. Hell yeah! I've but never had. A I'm not saying Twinkie. don't eat it, but right. you have to. You have to supplement, or or the majority has to be something green. Yeah. Well, actually, well, what if it's lettuce on the burger? <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah. yeah you better I mean, because I like lettuce bowl. on my burger that's and fine. tomatoes. That's fine, but you should have lettuce on everything yeah. after that as well. Yeah, just get a protein burger where instead of the bun, you have it wrapped in the lettuce. Yeah. And no, a head of lettuce. Impossible burgers. Yeah. I try going vegetarian. Not bad. No, I, I've had, so I, I know I've told, I think I've told you this story. Um, one time at work, while well, Pizza Hut had come out with that fucking uh, meatless pizza or some shit like yeah. that, I had that shit, yeah, dude. I mean, it what tasted it like? decent, right? It was decent, right? And I had I had stayed for overtime. I had to come home and like I was gassy, right? Like yeah. that, sh- dude. 
When you do I, change your diet like that, when you add fiber, when you, it, it yeah. will do, put a number on your system. Yes. Because your system is used to the... Everything, all the bad before, shit. Right. And so it takes a little bit to, to ramp up. When I went vegetarian, what, I got real gassy. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about it. It's just like when you start working out again. We start working out, it's hard. What's that? Right? When you start working out. <laughs> What's right? that? What's that? What is that? <laughs> right? What do you buy that? What do you buy that? When you start doing something new, it's hard. And you're like, oh, right. Right. until you get back. You know? yeah. so, but uh, you're absolutely right. Diet, and especially in, in this area of the country... Is it's the biggest problem, you know? People say, "Oh, I can't eat greens." Well, then you're gonna have these problems, you know. Yeah. You, our Western diet is what is causing these problems. Right. We see diverticulitis. We see colon cancer. We think that colon cancer is a combination of things: genetics, dietary changes, all these things that combine to a cancer. Right. Um, if you can do the right thing to your for your diet, mm-hmm. that has a huge impact. Why? Well, I know the uh, Doctor Sebi. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say that's his name. He was a uh, he was wasn't he Indian, but I guess he was just um, Doctor Sebi had said that uh, a lot of the cancers are due to carbohydrates that we continually eat because that's what they need to that's what they feed off of. Yeah. So the more carbohydrated uh, foods that we have, that's how it spreads. That's how it stays stuck in the system. And yeah, he's think, recommended a bunch of uh, the alkaline diet and the fucking. I think uh, the I think the biggest proponent of or, or cause of, of colon cancers honestly is processed foods right um we don't we, we eat such yeah so yeah. It's, it's so terrible and so you know if you go back to what we were eating when we were cavemen right mm-hmm. we ate a buffalo every once in a while but then we foraged for you know things in the forest right, right? berries and, and all that shit and people didn't get colon cancer right there. Plus, they didn't live that long to get colon cancer because they were yeah. eaten by the saber-toothed tigers <laughs> and shit like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, but my point is is that for the most part, you didn't eat Twinkies. You didn't eat crap. You, didn't, you ate stuff that you found. That and, then, and every now and then you found a <laughs> buffalo by chance <laughs> and you ate that, right? But now what do we do? We have you know, ribeyes three, three times a week. Right? I wish. And that's that's <laughs> great. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That, no, it's more. That's the red meat stuff. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like, that's not normal. You don't, mm-hmm. you didn't, we don't typically do that. So, so since, since you're specifically mentioning the red meat, I know one of the biggest diets right now going on or one of the, the well, yeah, one of the biggest ones going on is the carnivore diet. The keto kind of the, stuff? Well, it, well, the carnivore diet is more, uh, it's stricter than keto. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's a lot, a lot of red meat. It's yeah. a lot of Atkins, fucking red right? meat. Right? It's, 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 it's a lot stricter than I that. I haven't heard of the carnivore diet. Yeah, because I know. Uh, he just made it up. No, actually, <laughs> um, Vince is, was doing that one because it's a Joe Rogan thing. He was pushing uh, for the last year. Mm. And I know he said, I, I, so I guess you, every meal has to do with meat. Um, it's I guess just meat, it's, meat, meat, meat. It's meat, a little bit mixed with um, I guess like a completely vegan. Uh, so everything is basically anything that you could find from the land, right? So but instead of, instead of getting burgers, you're getting grass. Um, <laughs> your 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 bison, your your uh, your elk, your yeah, yeah. meats that you actually kill, that you harvest, and that you fucking eat. But the only thing is, is with that, after like four or five days. It gives you the runs for like weeks, I, I guess, because of the difference yeah. of everything changing. My problem, my my problem with these these, because I did the keto diet for about two years. I, mm-hmm. I, I went into that because I was re- a couple years ago. I was really into like the diet and the right. working out and getting you know getting ripped and all that stuff, and it worked and it yeah. was great. But you know when you think about it, it's not what your body's used to. Right, it's, it's not a lifestyle. It's, it's it's hard. Like you have to even eat like that. It's, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. 
I really do feel that when you see the things that the patients that I deal with on mm-hmm. a regular basis and it's related to the diet, you're like, I can't eat like that. This right. It's going to happen. And this carnivore diet, the keto diet, things like that, I just think it's, it's, it's not very sustainable and it's not very healthy to long term. Right. I feel like bodybuilders or big athletes who want to, you know, get that physique real mm-hmm. quick. These are quick little short things. Right. Long term, though, I would think these are these are, they're dangerous. I think yeah, they're very dangerous. Because I know with the keto diet, um, when you read into it, it says that's one of those diets that you got to cycle off yeah. off and on within every three so. months or six mm-hmm. months, something like that, because of the toll it takes on your body and it's missing certain nutrients that you're keeping away because you don't want to. Right gained the weight or whatnot mm-hmm. but i mean it works because i when it first came out i tried it too and mm-hmm. now everywhere you go there's a lot more keto options now before it was yeah. like nothing right and you had to do it yourself and it was fucking horrible diet is so important i mean and when you look at the diseases and who gets them you can see where the diets come for example crohn's disease mm-hmm. and, and, and ulcerative colitis you see these in older or middle-aged white folks Right, okay. and they see them in folks that are like in the the European areas, right? Mm-hmm. That's who typically gets ulcer. And what is they what are they eating? Mm-hmm. And you look at their diets, and they're eating you know potatoes and 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 not they don't have any greens in their stuff, right? And that's where you kind of you see Bunch of why are they getting that, right? Mm-hmm. You see diverticulitis. Who gets diverticulitis? People in the Western world. You don't see Asians with diverticulitis. Right. Why not? Because they're eating, you'll see Africans with diverticulitis. Why? Because they get a lot of greens. They get a lot of uh, fiber, fibrous mm-hmm. materials. We in the Western world, how much fiber did you get today? You told me already. You didn't Not eat much. any. <laughs> Not right. much. You get nothing. nothing. So if you don't have 30 grams of fiber a day, that leads up to the colon. What working. is like visually a fucking 30 grams of what do I need to eat? Yeah, that's a good question. So a, a bowl of salad that I had today, the Brussels sprouts, probably had 15 grams. Damn. And that's a big bowl of just straight up Brussels sprouts and maybe a little. So, you know, Quest bars, they have a ton of. You know, the fiber. fiber in them, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got about 15 grams. There's, a, there's new Mission Tortillas that have 15 grams in them, which are great. Sold. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I, exactly. I, I, right? I think I've had those. <laughs> yeah, They're I think I've new. had my grams. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, I, I know they had like keto ones, uh, yeah. keto tortillas, which is kind of weird and shit. They're actually, they weren't that bad. Um, yeah. Hey, like those Quest Bars, though, like you were mm-hmm. saying, they're, they're good they got to eat? 12, they have 12 grams of fiber. Say, yeah. Are they safe to eat? What's they the are. downside? They are. To- if you eat too many, you shut your brains out. Okay. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I shit my brains out anyway. But that, 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 that will happen. But for real, like if you have, you know, um, a, a bowl of fiber, I'm sorry, a bowl of salad every, you know, meal, mm-hmm. then you can do that. Now, it's hard. People are like, what do I eat for breakfast? Well, eat oatmeal for breakfast. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or... Or have uh, sprinkle some some Metamucil on your on your cereal, or yeah. have some Fiber One, you know Fiber One cereal. You know? oh, yeah, I've been told that's was, a, that you're you're admitting that you're old when you start doing yeah. that shit. No, right? I've, I've been. <laughs> I yeah, I, I had Metamucil. asked. I had asked Avery a, a while a while ago about some stuff for my son. He's like Metamucil. Get the big one and just fucking fill him in that. Yeah. Shit. I was like, dude. Oh, yeah. he's, it'll, like it'll, eight. It'll, he's like eight. He's like eight. I don't want to fucking shit. But um. And then, and it's it's interesting because a lot of these problems, like for example, diverticulitis and things like that, start when we're kids, because we eat crap when we're kids, and mm-hmm. then the colon grows up thinking that this is how it has to work so hard. And then these diverticula, these little outpouchings that happen in the colon, mm-hmm. they grow from when you're a kid. If you have them when you're an adult, it's too far gone, which means you're just gonna have to deal with them. And hopefully, you don't have a problem from them. Right. So we have to get our kids involved with you know eating fiber eating green vegetables yeah. eating you know even their cereals you can get fiber one cereal that kind of stuff that they they would like i used to like know. fruit and fiber back in the day you know fiber fruit one bars fiber. those kind of things are good they're okay okay yeah. so then the magic number we're looking for is minimum of 30 grams of fiber if you can i would it's say possible. i would say just strive for that it's okay. hard 30 right, grams right. is hard 
Right. You know, for example, Metamucil. You know, just knock the, it out the first right when you wake up. Just fucking. If you can. Is there a shot I could take? Like a. I, that's what I recommend to my patients: a shot what? of Metamucil at night. What? Okay. Yeah. So Metamucil. Oh, Metamucil is a is. But the I ain't gonna shit on myself at night. Am no, I? no, you're not gonna. Okay, okay, right, you got I mean, a, You got a normal colon. You gonna be all right. You don't take. And what some if risks. you're abnormal? Like you, you gotta take some risk. Bro. I'll drink water. I gotta take a shit. Wow. That's impressive. We well, should talk. Right. <laughs> you may I have think he wants to scope you. I do. I do got a problem. He's got a. He's got a. He's got a fucking uh, at home kit right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooked up to the phone. I take a shot of Metamucil every night. Okay. Yeah. So I put it in a little like a shot glass. I spin up some water and I just chug it real fast every Damn. night. And that gives you five grams. So that's not enough. Right. But hopefully in your day, mm-hmm. you know, that will add up to about thirty. So I, I so I've had this argument with my, with my old lady. What is the average amount of bowel movement somebody should have on a date or, or not? Is it daily? How is it two have? a days? Uh, usually I'll do it when I wake up, then before I go to bed. And have you always been like that? I want to say yes. Then that's your normal. So there's no normal because I know because that's your normal because I know this normal? girl holds it in for like that's, a week. That's that's it. My normal? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. So I wake up. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. Once. Uh-huh. And then when I'm at work. Once, then when I get home, when I'm about to go to sleep. And have you been doing that forever? Man, I've been all kinds of fucked up before. Like uh, I'm telling you, you like like uh, anything will fuck my stomach up. Anything. So I'm telling you. So when patients come in, a lot of patients ask me, "Right, man, am I having too many?" I say, "What do you do?" And they tell me, "I have it in the morning. I have it at night, and it's been like that for 50 years." And I'm like, "Then that's okay." Mm -hmm. If you told me I have one in the morning, I have one at night, and now all of a sudden the last year I'm having four or five. Every yeah. day, and there's a blood in it, or I'm straining now. Mm-hmm. Every time I go, so something's cause. different. Right, it's something's weird. Now I need to figure that out. Right, but if you're going five times a day, and you've gone five times a day for 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. that's okay. So that's their normal. That's their normal. There's right. no everybody. There's the no same. magic number. So for I'm everybody. normal. <laughs> if that's, if that's your normal, for me. You're your normal. I'm my normal. Fine. You're your yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, so I'm gonna ask this question for those uh, those those fellas that. Um, that love doing anal with their old ladies. Mm-hmm. Is hold there? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why they gotta they, be just the ladies? Why no, can't no, they what, be the fellas? They, that they, like the ladies are doing anal on them. No, no, That'd no. The oh, guys are oh, doing oh, it on the girls. Oh, okay, that's okay right, too. Though. Or the guys doing it on the guys. Yeah, yeah. okay too. So, oh, no, no, so I'm just, just all right. So let's just blanket statement and yeah. anus. Okay. How much is there? Is that frowned upon? No. Is there a certain amount, or how bad does it get beaten up? <laughs> to a point where it it will cause trouble or trauma. I mean, it 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 doesn't right. really. Okay, it's so okay. I'm gonna save that and I'm gonna tell my old lady when I try. <laughs> now, I try to smile. Like, there's it's, caveats to that, right? You're so good, obviously, babe. if let's just put it out there, if they don't want that, that's a, that's not good, right? right. No, yeah, no, that's no, forced no, trauma. That's forced trauma. That's yeah, forced yeah, trauma. Yeah. If it's hurting, then there are things you need to do to prevent that from hurting. Lots of lube. Lots. Of, I carry a lube with my in, in my pocket every. Every day, That's you what's never up. know when you get into you it. You never know when you're gonna get into it. I personally have to, you know, do a lot of rectal exams, so mm-hmm. I have to have. But you know, a lot of lube, right? It's good. Yeah. Uh, you Maybe know, I should start carrying that shit. <laughs> you should. You never know. It'll but, help with your movements. But no, there's like it, if 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 it's done in a controlled fashion and and mm-hmm. comfortable and not hurting, then then you know there's there's things to build up to it. Totally fine. But okay, so I've seen like films or like videos mm-hmm. where like. The anus is just like blown out. It looks like a fucking just it's like yeah. big ass like lips and just fucking just, just turning done. out like just, just like, done inside yeah, out. Just like fucking just done. Yeah, <laughs> is that bad? That's bad, right? It looks bad, but it's, it's not. Like, 
It's no, not. It's not. It looks like what, it's, what are they call like a, it's just uh, like red and it's just yeah. yeah. It's just stretched a little bit. Yeah, because I, uh, I the videos was, you're looking at. If the videos you're looking at are showing that, then I suspect that that's that's okay. They're gonna be okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> they come back. They come back to normal. They, they bounce back. back. Oh, it does. It goes back yeah. to normal. Yeah, they bounce back. Oh, because yeah. it's seen a that muscle chick where she was just like it's a muscle, so it really will just kind of. And she's fine, back. but I'm saying it was all jacked up no. down there. No, nah, they're looking like the predator. There's issues. Got. Yeah, it was just yeah. like blown out. <laughs> it's just blown out. it's totally fine. Yeah, because I know the whole taboo thing. You know, when you know, especially when I was growing up and. You know, everybody started coming out and whatnot. They're always like, "Oh, if if you do any butt play like that, it's going just shit just gonna fall out just when you sneeze and shit like that." No. Yeah, like you f- right fucking sneeze shit on yourself. Yeah, oh fuck, no, that's <laughs> that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> now, if you if you if it's trauma and there's damage to some of the muscles, then that's different. Things may happen, but when they go done, too big, right? If there's if there's injuries to the to the muscles, to the muscle. that could happen. But if you're doing it. In control fashion, mm-hmm. there's consensual, you know, actions, then and it's totally fine. A yeah. relaxed situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, see, guys, if your old lady or if your old man ever tells you no, just tell them that they're fine. It's gonna control. It's gonna snap back. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> they might actually back. enjoy it, and then right. it's like, okay, fine. The milking the prostate. Yeah, is what it's yeah. called. I, I think, right? That, that that is a thing. Yeah, know. that's a, yeah, that's one of the things. They that, say uh, it feels good. I don't know. I don't want to try it because I might like it. I don't want to. Do it. I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> you don't want to. You can do it. I might like it. I don't want to. I don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to run. I don't, the I'll risk. take your word for it. I'm good. Yeah. You don't want to run the risk. No, I might like it. Hey, do me a favor. Um, one of our listeners had sent me uh, uh some questions for Avery. Mm. Um, he had said in case he doesn't he doesn't have a chance. His, uh, this listener is actually running for uh. D- uh, city rep here in our mm. district, actually in our oh, okay. in our district, um, his name is uh, uh, Mr. Hineda. Um He had said, uh, "Don't swipe left." Oh, <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, he says, "Was there ever a point in your medical school that you wanted to drop out and do something totally different?" And what was it, and why did you end up staying? Because mm. I know you said you started you, going baseball and you went the other route. Right. First so, of all, who's your team? Oh shit! Baseball well, you team. Got a, you got the damn Dodgers on. Yeah, that, that, that's not my team. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's I told it. you. Sorry for yeah, that's the word. So you're a, oh, I claim Chicago. Oh, okay. So um, you're white. Oh, no, you're, Sox or no, Cubbies? You're a Cubbies. I'm a Cubs. You're a Cubbies. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I, you know, I like Cubs Cubbies because you know he was coach. They were coached by a Dodger. Yeah. You know, you know, Dusty Baker. You're welcome. Fine. Yeah. Fine. All right, go ahead. You're welcome. With <laughs> you're welcome. Dusty never won shit though, right? He he didn't. He never won shit. Well, not with them. Not with. I don't think he's won. He won with the Astros. Yeah. Did he? I yeah, but so. I, well, that was an asterisk on that one. That's true. They so were there's fuck I the mean, asterisk. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, if you ain't cheating. You ain't oh, you trying. Know what, I don't hate right. the Cubbies, though. Yeah, you right. know, Ryan yeah, Sandberg. Right. You know, so oh, yeah. did, did I ever decide to quit medical school? No, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Never when I was in across. medical school, it was hundred percent. Now, here's what happens in medical school to every single person that gets into medical school: they come in thinking I'm going to be this, and they end up 17 steps down the road, something else, <laughs> the other way. So when I showed up in the medical school, I was like, I'm going to be an ER doctor, like the show ER. Do you ever watch the show ER? Yeah, yeah. John Stamos, George Clooney. I'm going to get all the girls is gonna be great yes. I'm gonna be in ER, I'm gonna be and you should good, right? you save lives like that right. was cool yeah, i'm gonna be yeah. the er i went yeah. to the er my first rotation i was mm. like this is insane there are some crazy <laughs> ass people everyone's drunk there's people fighting i just want to take care of there's people trying to hurt me right I was like hell no i'm gonna be in the er right then i was like well i'm gonna be a bone i'll be an orthopedic surgeon because those are the badass they're the athletes they want to you know mm-hmm. do all the hammers and nods so and but then then you start talking to them and they're like it seems like they're a little 
they, that's all they do is they they put nails and bones and stuff. Right. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to oh, do that. Yeah. So then I got into general surgery and I met these surgeons and they were like, we can save anything that walks through the door. Nice. The bone doctor can say, they got a bone, I can fix it. Mm-hmm. You got something wrong with your belly, they run away. Right. The ER doctor says, there's something wrong, let's call somebody else. This is, right? yeah, yeah, push there's the button there, Wilson. Your gynecologist is like, oh, there's a baby, I can fix that. Anything else? I don't know what else. So yeah. I met the general surgeons, they were like, we got anything that shows up. Damn. And gunshot wound to the head, gunshot wound to the belly, dying guts, whatever. That's why I draw the line. Stuff, <laughs> I can fix that. And so that to me was like, I want to be those guys. I want to mm-hmm. be the guy that somebody says, I got a problem. And I, said, and I can say, I got to fix you. I can do this. Yeah. If somebody comes with a broken bone, I can fix them to mm-hmm. a certain point, And then I can get them to the specialized bone doctor. Right. Somebody comes in with a gunshot wound to the chest. I can fix that. I can save their life. Right. right? Someone comes with a cancer in their gut. I can fix that cancer and cure them and set them up. Mm-hmm. So that's when I said, these are the people I want to hang out with. Right. So when, when I get deployed, I can take care of anything that walks in the door. Mm-hmm. Right. When I get somebody who comes in and says, I can't poop. I haven't been able to poop for the last, you know, 30 days. I'm struggling. I'm Damn. like, I got you. I can take right. care of you. So that's what happens. So everybody who comes into medical school, they think one thing pretty much the other way. and they go somewhere else. Cause you don't know, right? There's mm-hmm. so much in medicine. When you come into medical school, you think I'm going to be this. And then you realize, wow, that is the coolest thing ever. I didn't know I could just operate on dead people. Like that's a thing. What? Like for real, wait, like, wait, wait, you expand can do that. on that. <laughs> what, you can make a lot of mistakes that? though, and right? it doesn't right? matter. It doesn't no, you can, it doesn't right? Matter. Yeah. There's so, no turnover rate, no, no. right? So that, so that, for example, like a pathologist, I saved a pathologist, for example, <laughs> could do autopsies all day. Okay. And I've hung out with them, and they are like really cool people, and they can solve crimes, and they can solve, you know, medical, you know, abnormalities, and figure out how this person died mm-hmm. to help the family move on. Or to help another surgeon figure out why did this person die, mm-hmm. you know they can they can help them out. So there are Dude. those kind of doctors, like that doctor that used to come out on HBO with the, uh, the for, figure out how they that's got one, murdered. Uh, that's well, one yeah. that came out with the Epstein, right? Also that said the Epstein the didn't hang himself, right? Exactly. Yeah, he's the one that said the Epstein right. didn't hang himself. Right. Those guys, no emergencies. Yeah. No emergencies. They don't get called in the middle of the night. Right. They yeah. say they they go into work and be like, this guy showed up last night. Okay. Yeah. Guess what? I don't have to say it because he's already gone. Right. right. So the last thing you got to do, but the last thing, oh, I mean, yeah, if you're yeah. working on the motherfucking move, that I'm, no, out. No, no, I'm no. out the door, dog. I'm out the <laughs> no, door. No, no, Fuck good. all that. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is like, I kill him twice. You never, you never know what you're going to do. So in, in terms of that question, I, when I got into medical school, that's what I wanted to do. That's what, oh, shoot, we broke the phone. Okay. Oh, yeah. shit. Man down. Man. Fix him. There he goes. See, see it's that. all army wise. It's yeah, all right? crooked and shit. <laughs> 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 a little duct tape. There a little duct tape to save everybody. But uh, but yeah. That's, so I never wanted to stop being a, a, a physician or, or didn't want to get out of medical school. Yeah. Um, there are people that you know did it and then decided they didn't want to do it. But right. uh, personally, I, I once I got into medical school, I was so excited and so pumped mm-hmm. to be there. It was like, okay, now what can I? Well, I can do anything. Right. What can I do? And that's when I went into surgery and decided that's what I ultimately wanted to do. So when you have all this knowledge now, as far as, like you said, like you, to be a surgeon, I mean, you have to have like studies and studies and studies and shit. When you're watching TV, right? I don't know how often you watch TV because I know you're always on your fucking, you're on your stocks and you're <laughs> right. on, you know, doing, uh, you're always looking something up. You always got something going Working on. Working out and shit. Yeah, you always, mm-hmm. you know, doing, doing you know, all Maybe kinds of drinking a little bit. You want to add a little bit to that? Uh, <laughs> did we bring, <laughs> oh, oh, we, 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 didn't bring it, we didn't bring the bottle. <laughs> that's okay. I told you, had, we had one job. <laughs> we had one job. Um, do you when you ever watch TV and they do these fucking you know these shows of uh, surgeons or doctor yeah. shows or doctor house and they come on like and they come out with this crazy ass shit? Yeah. You're like, dude, did that shit ever piss you off? I bet you do the same thing, you know. But uh, like, I, 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 when I see like 
like ER. Before I got into medical school, I loved ER. I thought right. ER was the coolest thing ever. I can't watch that. I can't watch that show at all. Yeah. Grey's does it Anatomy. piss you off? Yeah, it does a little bit because yeah. it's over dramatic. It's over dramatic. Right. It's like like Grey's Anatomy, for example. That's actually the probably the most real Accurate. surgery thing out there these days. Mm-hmm. I will say that Scrubs, the show Scrubs back in the day, yeah, was. Considered remember, amongst yeah. all physicians and surgeons as the most realistic lifestyle. Uh, really? Of oh, doctors. the doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you watch that, that's how it real life really is. Yeah. Even though it's funny and jokey and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's really probably the closest <laughs> like to real life. No shit. Grey's Anatomy is all, you know, sleeping with everybody in the right. hospital. That's you know, fucking awesome. That's which, the way to do that's it. That's not true, though, right? Though, right? <laughs> right? No. So no, it's not that, not that's, what, that's what that's all talking Nobody about. Nobody sleeps in. But the, 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 the shows are all drunk. Yeah. dramatized like so. house i think house would piss you off it's, did you ever watch house yeah i did and it was silly right because he's not a surgeon but he'll do surgical stuff right or he'll have some random surgeon with him who like yeah. i'll go take care of this and we'll find the answer later <laughs> yeah like, that doesn't happen <laughs> it's stupid yeah. but people like it it's fine whatever right doogie yeah i it's doogie house that's ridiculous <laughs> i never i never saw thing. doogie though that's i never a saw thing. it's some 15 year old trying to be a, right. a doctor that's stupid. what's that other show that kid he's at the like, good doctor that's yeah. another one he's like he's like got some Autistic, problem, yeah, but he's was, autistic. Yeah, yeah, that's not possible. By my underwear and Kmart, Kmart. By my underwear, Kmart. Do you save his life? So when you get with other surgeons, do you ever come across, or is it big on the field where you have a lot of people with that God complex, where they already know that they can, like you said, I can treat fucking anything, and they they carry themselves with yeah. that bullshit. I would say that we all kind of feel that, to be honest, mm-hmm. honest to God, like we we feel that, but. Um, you have to be humble too because once you have that mentality, you'll get struck down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Better sense of words, but because you'll think you're like that, and then something bad will happen. Somebody will right. die or something, right? And so you have you have to have that confidence to do the things we do, but you also have to realize that you're not God, and you have to accept the fact that there are things you can't fix. Right. So when you get with other surgeons. At least these days, which is kind of nice because there's a lot of Facebook interactions, there's a lot mm-hmm. of social media interactions, that kind of stuff. So we talk about things. There's experience, and then there's there's the young folks that don't have that experience, and and you grow from that, right? But there's not right. th- that God complex is kind of old school mentality, I would think, right now. Um, it's not like that. No it's not that anymore. Not, right? Not because because one, it's like let's say for example, I got up on Facebook and I started saying, "Oh, I just did this great thing." Well, ten other guys are gonna be like, "Dude, I do that every day." Right, yeah. like get off your, you know, high, get off your high, high, high horse. horse. Right, yeah. so it's like, uh, okay, so what's so Wednesday do, for me? Right, so <laughs> so when you think like that, you got to realize that there's much more out there than that. So I, I don't think that the God complex is there really anymore. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think it's more like you 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 just realize that you have that confidence. You're trained to have that confidence. You need to have that confidence, otherwise. You can't take care of these people that way that you say that you can, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And, you know, and and I and I've got that. I have that confidence. That confidence gets beat up a lot though, right. sometimes, right? right? Yeah. And people will you know do a you know three sixty on you, and then you just gotta you know you gotta get back on the horse. Yeah, and, and as a person in the medical field, knowing this this vessel does this for this bone, this vessel does this for this muscle, knowing. You know, the, like the shin bones connected to the hammer. You know, whatever it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Honey, ha ha. Do you do you fall into like uh, like religious beliefs, knowing that? Because a lot of times people will be like, "Oh, as long as you pray for something and do something." Does that? Do, are you religious, or, and if so, does that ever conflict with what you have to do with? Yeah. With uh, what your with your work? I I uh, I personally respect 
the patient's religion, mm-hmm. um, whatever religion that is. Um, I'm not a very religious person. Okay. Um, I am a very spiritual person. I feel like there's a, a connection between all of us in mm-hmm. that sense. So um, I kind of fall on the realms of maybe like a Buddhist or in that sense that we're all connected. Okay. Um, but I will not, um, you know, uh, put off anybody who has a religious request. I pray with my patients. Mm. Um, I'll go to the funerals of my patients if, I, if asked to do so. Um, I'll do things like that. Um, and, and it's just out of respect, right? right. So um, <clears throat> if somebody wants, like I said, if someone wants to pray with me before surgery, I have no problem doing that. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. It actually, I feel like it makes that, that patient, that person feel comfortable with yeah, what we're about to do, right? And if something bad were to happen, which they understand may happen, right. then they know that I'm respecting their, their thoughts and giving them that, that, uh, that thought process. Now, if something does bad does happen, then I know that that's what they're going to rely on to get through that. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, is, is what if it's, important you part. know you could save their life, but due to their Background. religious belief or their beliefs, like, you know, a blood transfusion. Yeah, that's or, a, that, happened, I mean, that happened to me the other day. And that, like, that'd be pretty like fucking hard. Because you, know, you know you could have saved this person's life. Uh, last week but that due, happened to me. But due yeah. to them mm-hmm. believing that. Happens, that, that happens would fuck very me often. And it's yeah. frustrating. It's yeah. very frustrating because, you know, but you have to respect their, yeah. their lives. For example, you Jeho- save Jehovah Witness, for example. Mm-hmm. That's what you were getting at. Mm-hmm. We, had one, we had one last week and, and uh, they would not take blood. And he was bleeding out from his bottom. And they called me because I can, I can take care of that. Um, it, resu- it, it would re- in- include a, a big operation, mm-hmm. but I could fix them with a simple blood transfusion. But in right. their mind, that's not what they want. Yeah, yeah. So you up. have to be able to say, okay. And you have to walk away and say, I, I gave you all the options. Mm. And if you don't want to take those, it's okay. Trust science. <laughs> right. It's okay. And, and they're, but if they're okay with that, what yeah. frustrates me is when they, when they say, why didn't you help me? And I tell right. you, I, 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 I did, but you wouldn't take my help right. the way that I can give it to you. So right. that's the frustrating part. But if they said they were okay with dying without me doing the intervention I requ- mm-hmm. recommended, then that's okay in my mind. I'm right. okay with that. Do you guys get any kind of um, psychiatric either, like not evals, but like checkups every no. few? No? That's yeah, terrible. Check Do you, you think right, that's you something know? that should be done? It, it, it is, you know. Or provided, it, I should we say. We actually were talking about that the other day because, you know, I have, I have patients that die. Right. right. And then okay. you have to go to work the next day. Yeah, I was talking to my residents. The residents are, are, are surgeons that are training to become, you know, uh, surgeons on their own. Right. And you have to, you know, explain to them, hey, you have patients that die and you have to show up the next day and take care of that next patient who's hoping that you will be there for them 100 percent. And it's not fair. Right. That's not normal, right? That's not yeah. mental. You haven't got clarity. over what happened yesterday, right? Yeah. Right. Everybody else would be like, "Go take your time, go home." Yeah, yeah. you go just with your fucking, family. Yeah. Go there. But the next guys, they're they're were like, "Hey, my surgery's tomorrow. Like, well, you better be here on right. top of your game, right?" Like, holy cow! Yeah. You know, the only equivalent is like Michael Jordan, for example, right? He missed a shot last mm-hmm. night. Well, guess what? He's got to come out the next night and do it again. Right. But that's just basketball. Right? Yeah, no, you're talking about <laughs> yeah, someone's that's life. Someone's life, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so it's like that, that, that is, there, there really isn't. Mm-hmm. And I will say, though, that with social media these days and um, uh, the interactions you can have on social media, you can bring up these situations with those people and mm-hmm. they will say, I was you yesterday. I was there yesterday. It's okay. You're going to be okay. We're all in this together kind of thing. Yeah. And that's, that's something that's unique to your social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and really the only people, honestly, that really understand are people that are doing it. Right. Because right. Right. I could tell my wife and she's like, it's, you know, 
Yeah, they're going to be okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's nah, right, soft, right. right. You know, just hang out with me. But like, I can't. I got to go clink tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I say. She's like, and she give you a hug. And you're like, I, I got to go. And she, But mo- normal people would, you know, look out for you, but you have to go to work. And so I really rely on my colleagues uh, within social media as well mm-hmm. as at my work and say, hey, I had a bad day. Right. You know, and they just knowing that they understand and appreciate that, that's what gets you kind of through. Damn, it's hard. Yeah, as, as far as it's not fair, it's right? Not. No, right? No, yeah, absolutely. Because there's not all cases are the same, right? There's no some doubt. cases that hit you harder than others would, mm-hmm. regardless of. And then you know, you'd have to go talk is. to the family, right? Oh, like, yeah. oh fuck, it is it, hard. It, that's got to be the worst. It's hard. I operated the other day on this lady. Oh. She was an older lady, and uh, I walked into the room to prepare for the surgery, and she had seven of her kids with her. Right, God. and you walk up there, and you're like, "Holy cow! I hope this goes great, right? Because if it doesn't, I've got seven, pa- seven kids, and then fifty grandkids, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then everybody, yeah. and then there's people that work in the hospital that know this lady. And you're like, "Holy cow! If I mess this up, then I'm gonna have the whole world on top yeah, of me." She must have been Mexican. She had a lot. Of she was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely was. And ninety percent chance. Luckily, luckily, you know, yeah. thankfully, everything went fine. Yeah. And put your cholos. It was great. You walk into the waiting room after the surgery, and yeah. you get this standing ovation. You're like, oh, no, superstar. Dude. This is cool. <laughs> I feel like a hero all the time. Yeah, right. That's cool. But, uh, but you're absolutely right. You got to be able to take that. And that, that's hard. That's, that's not fair. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you as know? it is, adding extra pressure to what you got to do right. when you have somebody's fucking guts in your fucking yeah. hands. And now you got to worry about, like you said, those 7, 15, 20, 30 people that just add up all of a sudden. And it does. And it's like, you're like, oh, my God. But you have to just be able to say to them, and they have right. to realize that there are risky situations that are going to come up. And if this happens, we all have to be okay with that. Right. And if everybody's okay with that, I can be okay with that. Yeah. Right? Right. And so that's what makes my heart, my job pretty hard is because I do a lot of elective things, right? Patients mm-hmm. come to me, they've got a cancer, they're sick, and they're not going to die if I don't do something right now, but they're going to die later. Further down right? the road. Right. So, I have to tell them I can do something that might kill you. I can do something that might that if I don't do anything, they might. So it's, it's a complicated situation. Trauma surgeons, for example, the guy comes in with gunshot wound. It's like, hey, I'm going to try, mm-hmm. and if I win, yeah, I yeah. win, and you live. If yeah. I don't, well, you got shot in the chest. I mean, right? Yeah, so, we tried. Right, right. That's a little bit easier conversation to have. It's hard, no doubt. Don't right. Get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot easier to to look somebody in the eye who got shot and you're like, I'm going to do what I can. Hopefully, we make it through this, as opposed to someone who's sitting there totally normal. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm about to cut on you, and you might die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that, that's tough. Say, yeah. And that's tough. Uh, I, I do enjoy that, though, because with my training and my, my uh, you know, confidence, I feel like I can get through that, you right. know, based on the, the knowledge that I have and, and my research into those people's situation. I can give them the best, you know, recommendation out there. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking crazy. It's hard. That's, that's, that's fucking amazing. I mean, I see, I, fuck. The pressure, bro. Yeah, I mean, fuck, but, man. But, but the thing that gets me, you know, being the average Joe, right? The thing that gets me is that a lot of these guys, is like you said, it's hard. People don't understand shit, right? Like, you have a life. Yeah. It's not, you're, understandably, this is a big part of your life, but you might be having shit going down at home. Like you said, you might have just lost a patient, and then now you have somebody that you had to work on. Right. And if something bad happens, like, oh, it's because all these fucking doctors are quacks. It's like, dude. Yeah. Nobody ever really appreciates it unless it goes right. Then you're like, oh, this dude's great. Yeah. But if there's a mishap because there's a fucking miss, shit happens. Shit happens. And of course, right off the bat, oh, well, this fucking doctor's because he don't know what the fuck he's doing. I, I'm suing. Right. It's like, dude. 
It happens. Nobody really fucking takes the time to actually think about it on the other side, right? It happens, absolutely. Because it's easier to and blame you, than to accept. To add to that, you know, you come home after, you know, have a bad situation. Your kid says, hey, I need help with my math homework. Right. And you're like, right. God, I don't even, can't even do the common core bullshit. Now I got to <laughs> try to figure that out. And I got this in my back of my head. You know what the fuck just happened at work? Right, <laughs> right. And you got to be a yeah, dad, right? Yeah, right. you got to yeah. be a husband. And you got, it's like, it's like, man, this is hard. Right. And, uh, you know, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's tough. But, I mean, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, fuck. I couldn't <laughs> yeah, do but, it, man. But then you'll get these assholes like, oh, well, that's why they get paid what they get paid. It's like, dude, no, it's not, motherfucker. It's yeah. not that, dude. There's a lot more than right. just fucking no. that. Yeah. Think about it. The dude's up fucking 18 hours, 19 right. hours, tries to go to sleep 20 minutes into his fucking nap. Hey, hey you got to come back because so-and-so, such happened to so-and-so. Yeah. So there you go on another fucking yeah. eight-hour bender and fucking trying to fix somebody. Yeah. And everybody yeah. wants to point a finger and say, like, dude, there's fucking. And you you say we get paid so much. I will tell you that these last three years in the military, I haven't got paid shit. Yeah. You know, right? You right. will, though. I will. <laughs> right. right. Will. But still, same thing, right? You right. work 18 hours a day. Yeah. If you break it down for how much you get paid an hour, right. my pay in that sense could really come down to not more than like $30, $40 an hour. Right. Because right? yeah. of yeah. how much effort you put into that. And if you want to bill for actually what I'm doing, it's not really that really much. Really much, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then everybody has that mindset. They have that, that mindset. They're a doctor. They've got all kinds of millions. Like, yeah, right. but not only that, you got all these fucking loans and yeah. fucking yeah. shit you got to pay off in school. Right. Yeah. Because that shit ain't free. No, it ain't. And that's why I went to the military. As fuck. Yeah. That's why I went to the military. I got that pick it up. Yeah. Then pick it up. Yeah. But then I, got, I had to go overseas for six right. months, right? Right. You got to put your life on the line. Right. Right. So, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's. You fun. paid for it. Don't I, worry about it. Yeah. You're going to pay. You did. You're going to pay. You didn't get nothing free. Fuck that shit. It's hard. And you do get those patients that will fuss at you and scream at you and say terrible things and they'll sue you. Um, but those are far, few and far between, to be right. honest. And and those are the ones that there's something else going on in their life that you just have to look past. Right. Because the very the the vast majority of folks, they don't mind that you tried if something bad happens. Yeah. They know that you are doing trying to do the right thing. Right. And then they'll get you through that. And that's what pushes you on to to, to the next guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what, dude? In, in all honesty, man, and I've told uh, my old lady this: what you do. I, I can't even fathom the fucking the. I mean, just dealing with the, the pressure. pressure no. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The, you know, big ups to you because that shit is just just the pressure. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> like I go in, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck this dude. I'm yeah. hungover. I'm one's hungover. Right? One's, got, <laughs> yeah. one's got a bite of the day, bro. Right. But <laughs> I'll take this one off. You know how right. much yeah. I spent at the strip club? Like? <laughs> Stressing me the fuck out. That's. But that's that's okay. That's that's what I chose to do. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. No, but thank now, you though. Now, now with your residents. Is there a big turnover rate when they finally see what's actually going fucking down, or is uh, there is there, that there's always far between? There's there's always an attrition rate, meaning folks show up at day one of residency and then they don't make it through, or right. they choose to do something else, or they 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 can't you know move on, um, and that's not very high. I think it's probably you know maybe ten percent okay of of the whole group. So maybe right. maybe so like one, one or two people, maybe one every four or five years. It says they're 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 yeah. at least in our our group. Um, and and that's changing because when I trained in and definitely when the folks that were older than me trained, it mm-hmm. was terrible. Like they they had to work 120, 150 hour weeks Damn. and getting destroyed and, right. and, and never sleeping. And it was hard. Right? right. And there weren't any women in the surgery because they definitely didn't want to do that kind of stuff. But now we have transitioned to a more kind of normal lifestyle mm-hmm. in, in that where you don't are we have. 
work hour limits now. Okay. Um, my residents can't work more than 80 hours a week, which is still crazy. Right. Fuck. Most yeah. people don't work more yeah, than 40, that's two right? Weeks, right? That's, that's two weeks worth of right? work. Yeah. So 80 hour week work, week work, uh, week, our, our hours are, are set up. Um, you know, there's a lot more women and, and, and one of the things that was pushing women away from surgery was the fact that they want to have families. Right. We are now promoting that because we know that women in surgery help, uh, you know, diversify the whole, you know, just surgical field. And so, mm-hmm. um, that number is decreasing because we are realizing that that's, you, you can't sustain a, a surgical kind of right. society without, you know, keeping people, you know, their lives kind of set up, you know, yeah. their lifestyle set up. So it's hard, but you know. We're working with them. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got to do what we got to do. Yeah, you got to adjust. Yeah, because you can't skip certain parts. <laughs> no, you can't skip certain parts. That's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. So when you're trying to fix something, be like, damn, I shouldn't have missed last week. That was a good, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, now, a part. lot of things though. Where's this go? People are are going into specialized surgery. So for example, I do colon and rectal surgery. Right. I don't do pancreas surgery. I don't do liver surgery. I don't do lung surgery. Right. right. So when you focus and you specialize in a certain area, it makes things a lot easier, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. to, to have that lifestyle. It, it's what gives me the ability to hang out with my kids to do crypto to do right. stock, to work do out right because i'm not i'm not having to know everything about surgery right, right? just that specialized um, just field. that specialized field right and yeah. a lot of people most people 80 80 to 90 percent of people in training will ultimately go into some specialized field right that's, that's kind of how we do it these days um very few go out as general surgeons now in the army is tr- different right. when you get deployed like for example when i got deployed i didn't get deployed as a colorectal surgeon i got deployed as a trauma surgeon okay which oh, means shit. you take care of anybody who shows up yeah. with whatever they got and so that's a little different but the vast majority of surgeons in the country they get deployed or they get they they show up and they do their specialized their, their, field their specialized field exactly right. yeah. all right so for anybody that has any questions where where can they find you i know you're talking about social media where can our audience find you if they have some either questions or maybe even doctors that are watching and they want to interact again? Yeah. Uh, where, where can they find well, you? Well, I'm very um, active on Twitter. Um, I love that that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm constantly posting things about colorectal cancer and colorectal awareness kind of stuff. Um, I have a YouTube channel, um, right. Avery Walker 21. Um, that's where I'm at as well. I'm on Facebook. Um, Facebook is kind of my my kind of colleague interaction with okay. uh, and I, I'm part of a bunch of groups within Facebook that we we, we talk about different cases we talk mm-hmm. about surgeries I post videos of, of cases I do um, and uh, but yeah those are those are kind of the social media spots that I, I do cool awesome well you know what we really appreciate you taking the time um, I know like I said I, I know we talked about like schedules or whatnot mm-hmm. we're supposed to have done this yesterday but then the surgery came in yeah and so we had to push it back a day so again I, I appreciate the fact that you time. That, that, that you came by and did this any last words for those people out there listening that you want to tell them either about anything yeah I think I think the big thing couple things I want I would like people to realize is that one as a butt surgeon don't be scared of your butt <laughs> a butt surgeon all right I'm embrace simple. the butt it's yeah. okay you know I mean, you got a you got a butt problem love ask the booty. don't don't hide it you know that's show that's that shit that off moon right. moon people show there's, it off. there's there's show problems that people hide and then they they, they, they don't want to you know talk about it and I'm, right. I'm one to talk about it and so it's okay there um in terms of being a physician, it's hard. 
we we don't make as much money as you think right right <laughs> and there's a lot that comes with that money that we do get yep. um but uh i think most physicians the vast majority we do the right thing we're trying to help people mm-hmm. you know you, you i think a lot of people call their their doctors and like he never answers the phone i can't even get an appointment it's not because we don't want to right, right? it's just we're surgery, we're busy, surgery right? shit. so those that are kind of the things on. um and and we are normal people you right. know we got families you know, I, I personally give my phone number to my, all my patients pretty much, okay. um, especially my cancer patients and my real complex patients. I personally do that. A lot of people don't do that, but I feel like when it, when it comes to those situations, you should be able to call your physician. Right. So that that's something that I like to, you know, spread that, that that's kind of my unique uh, thing that I do. Um, but, I mean, those are the things that I think people should realize. Awesome. Yeah. Dude. Again, dude, I appreciate you for yeah. coming through. I know we, like I said, we pushed it a day late completely fucking worth it dude yeah. i appreciate all the work that you do one thing i would like to do maybe next time you know i i think we've talked about this a little bit was uh-huh. we should have questions come through that are the most ridiculous wild questions that people oh. don't want oh to we could about. do that yeah we you could know? do that yeah. like ridiculous stupid medical questions that people think are stupid they're yeah. too scared to ask like that would be fun i got a couple <laughs> when we get off of here <laughs> i got a couple once we get off no yeah we'll, we'll definitely do that i like those no we'll, we'll definitely do that you you definitely have to come back we yeah, gotta yeah. see what we can fix it into our yeah. to your busy schedule right, right, or right. maybe you might have to skip a workout so you we can, can well we could do it in the or right you could do it like, oh shit right? yeah. mid, mid patient mid, mid scope right we're gonna do we can do it while we do your scope How oh shit yeah. Fuck yeah. i'll be talking all kinds of crazy this is shit. the second knuckle <laughs> Let me take my right. glove off for this one. Right. I'm going hands on all the way. Right, this. raw. This again. Our guest is Army Officer, right? That's right. Army Officer Doctor Avery Walker. Find him on Twitter. Find him on YouTube. Find him on Facebook. Anything that you, if you have any crazy questions, if you're a doctor or a colleague, reach out to him. I'm sure he's got. He'll have. It might take a bit because he's always in surgery. For every time I fucking, every time I hear. If not, he's working out. So uh, get at him. Avery Walker, dude, I appreciate your time. Hey, my pleasure. Drink some fucking this fiber, people. Right. Fiber. Get your fiber. Get your fiber, fiber in. Fiber get one fiber Take in. a Take shot. <laughs> Take a shot of, uh, what's that? The Metamucil. Metamucil at yeah. night, motherfuckers. Yeah, so till next time, for Jules, for myself, deuces, don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>